Welcome to On the Job with Porak, your go-to place for public safety and officer rights, giving you the news you need to know and discussing the issues that matter. Welcome to On the Job with Porak. I am President Brian Marvel, and with me today I have Brent Meyer, Vice President of Porak. And today we're going to interview our special guest, Pat Withrow, Sheriff-elect of San Joaquin County. Thank you for coming in today. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure to be here. We are excited. You have done a miracle job in San Joaquin. It's not very often that you see an incumbent beat a sitting sheriff. And uh, you did it. Yeah, absolutely. We were we were very blessed. You know, it, it took us eight years, but uh, um, we kept working at it. And uh, it's the first time it's ever happened in San Joaquin County. So uh, it's kind of a whole new ball game there. So we're 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 very lucky, and and we worked real hard at it, and uh, very pleased that uh, with the outcome we got this time. Yeah, and uh, not only um, did you beat a sitting sheriff, but you also have been an active member of PORAC. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your involvement with PORAC? Yeah, absolutely. You know, ever since I've been on the department, I was on the department 28 years. Uh, uh, I became active with our, our Deputy Sheriff's Association. And uh, um, and then um, all through that, and I ended up being president of the, the, the Sergeants Association. And uh, we went to all our conventions with PORAC and, and uh, was involved as much as we could in our legislative days and that type of thing. And Eventually, after running the first time, I retired and then got on the credentials committee for PORAC and have been doing that ever since. And, and uh, you know, PORAC is such an important part of our job and, 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 and for our employees and, and, uh, and for our state that uh, I wanted to continue and be part of that. That's great. Um, what made you want to be active in your DSA? Well, you know, uh, when I came in, I came from kind of a union family. You know, my, my uh, grandfather was a union plumber, and, and as I was going through high school, uh, coming from a farm community like Modesto, uh, I was uh, a part of uh, the unions there and, and working the, the lines at some of the canneries and, and that type of stuff. So uh, when I uh, got into law enforcement and, and, and we had our association, I knew that, that I wanted to be part of that and that if I was... Uh, wanted to affect change in my own department and and work hard for the other officers around me that I had to get involved in that. And I take it then that was the motivation to actually run for sheriff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we've all been through what probably I've been through at my department where you're unhappy with the management and, and what's going on and how your your employees are being treated and, and uh, how you, you yourself are being treated. And, and uh, I wasn't happy with the direction our department was going. And so I was a vocal critic of that, I, and uh, um, eventually my wife and I, Kathy, decided, hey, if, if I'm going to complain about it, I better be willing to step up and do something about it. So uh, uh, we decided to, to give it a go. I'm a strong believer in that philosophy, too, because you know how it is. We all sit in lineups, uh, and you hear those guys complaining, and they're like, yeah, if the chief or the sheriff was here, I'd say X, Y, and Z, and then the chief or the sheriff shows up, and it's like church mice. Yeah. They're yeah. like, well, what about all these questions you had? <laughs> um, so it's great to see you stepping up and doing that. Um, I think it's important. I think you're going to bring a very unique perspective to your job and the fact that you actually sat on the DSA, right. and you're with PORAC. And now you're actually going to be leading your organization, the sheriff's office, in San Joaquin. Yeah, it, it's a real interesting perspective we're going to have, I believe. You know, a lot of people have said, gee, you're, you're coming from a, a, just a, just as a sergeant, and now you're going to be running the department. 
And uh, first of all, uh, you know, I always respond, well, I was just a sergeant because I ran against my boss and I came out number one on the lieutenant's list and he wouldn't promote me. But uh, I said, you know, that gives me a, a great perspective as to I have not lost touch with uh, the men and women that are working on the street and in, and in custody and our civilian staff. I've worked closely with them for 28 years. And so now being at the top, it really gives me a, a perspective, not that I've, I've gone years of not working closely with them. I, I'm coming from the rank and file, and I know what they go through on a daily basis. So um, it really gives me the opportunity to understand when, when something um, goes wrong uh, that, that I can understand, yeah, I've been there, I've done that, and uh, I can understand how that, goes, that can go sideways on you. And so when it comes time to, to uh, corrective behavior or something like that or working on um, some desires that the, the, the staff may have, I'll, I'll understand it better and say, yeah, I can understand why they want that, or I can say, yeah, I understand why we can't do that. So it's a, it's a, I think it's going to be a refreshing perspective for our department. Pat, this was your third time running against uh, or second time running against Sheriff Moore. Uh, what did you learn from the first time and how did you use that to your advantage to beat him this time? Yeah, it was uh, it's a huge learning curve. You know, um, you guys get to be around politics a lot now. I, I, fortunately for us and probably unfortunately for you guys, but uh, um, it's a totally different animal. So the first time we ran, uh, we went in there like babes in the woods. You know, we we had no concept of what we were walking into. Uh, we had no idea how to run a campaign. Uh, so um, we, we, we did what we, we do at work. You know, you surround yourself with the, the best people you can find that have the knowledge and, and, and trust them and, and, and lean on their experience. And, and so the first time we ran, that's what we did. And we tried to learn as much as we could and um, get involved and get name recognition out there. But uh, we fell about 8% short at, at that time, which was they told me was pretty good but still felt like a loss. So uh, when we decided to do it a second time, um, we said, hey, we learned so much from that first time. And, and uh, instead of doing what, what I called a shotgun approach, trying to reach every voter in San Joaquin County, uh, we, we learned from the first time that every voter really doesn't matter, unfortunately. It's only the ones that show up and vote. So we really uh, changed our strategy and focused on who's going to show up in a primary because our race was over in the primary. And... Uh, um, so that turnout is traditionally very low. Uh, recently, it's been extremely low. So we focused on uh, contacting over and over again those people who are actually going to show up and vote. Uh, we expanded it a little bit to try and empower some people to, who wouldn't normally vote in the primary to get out and vote. And um, we were very frugal with our money this time and, and just used it on voter contact and something that was going to make a difference and, and get people to, to show up and vote for us. How did, how did the sheriff adapt to the second time around? You know, he really didn't, which was a blessing. You know, uh, luckily, um, our sheriff, like, uh, uh, like I'm sure many, um, felt he was pretty comfortable being an incumbent and uh, uh, really didn't show up to do anything until the last couple months before it, it happened and uh, before the election. So um, he just kind of sat back on his laurels. And, and unfortunately, politics had changed, and not only locally, but at the nation level and uh, the national level. So, um, you know, people are a little more inspired to turn out. Uh, um, clearly, there was a movement for change at all levels of government. And, um, and then we just had 
massive controversies that had finally come to a head here in San Joaquin County and, and uh, with our coroner's division and uh, with our evidence room and uh, with guns being taken out of evidence. There were all these issues that finally people started listening to and saying, hey, gee, there's just something wrong here. And, 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 and our slogan, uh, we just kind of hit the mark with our slogan early on. It was time for a change. And, and, and the, the nation kind of fell in line with us. So it, it, it just worked out kind of perfect. It was the perfect storm. Do you think he didn't take you seriously? You know, uh, to some extent, I do. I do. He uh, he got pretty comfortable after winning the first time and uh, the two times prior to that when people ran against him. And, uh, you know, something we've learned in law enforcement and he not really being a law enforcement officer, he, uh, he didn't understand you never underestimate an opponent, no matter who it is. And uh, you never know what they have up their sleeve. You never know what their desire is to uh, win a fight. And that's basically what politics in. It's a full body contact sport. And uh, um, um, we were willing to do what it took to, to uh, commit ourselves to win this fight. And uh, he was not. Now that, uh, that you have one, um, what is the transition like? How um, has it started yet? Um, have they been cooperative? Are you working with them to, to just have a nice smooth transition? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been interesting. Um, we uh, went out and got an office for ourselves in, in downtown Stockton and, and started building our transition team and collecting information ourselves. Um, at the time, we the the sheriff's department was going through budget hearings and things like that. And uh, after the election, uh, I was contacted by the uh, the sheriff, and he said after he finished his budget, then we could talk about transition stuff. Um, so um, we have not heard from him since. Uh, I did reach out once uh, on behalf of our correctional officers, asking for something, and, and did not get a response back from him. Uh, so. Um, the transition uh, is going to be something that we're going to have to handle ourselves. Luckily, uh, we have the staff at the Sheriff's Department that's very excited about the change, and um, all the uh, employees there have been uh, more than willing to give us information when we ask for it, and uh, we're just going to take it step by step. We need to find out where our, all our employees are, are working right now, uh, what budgets are paid out of, and, and get that all straight. And then uh, we'll start with, with our list of um, uh, desires that we have and that we want to implement in our department and figure out how we're going to do that with the personnel that we have. So you don't anticipate all the W's being taken off of the keyboards when you arrive? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it could possibly happen, but, uh, uh, you know, the staff there will be uh, willing and, and waiting to help us put them back on. <laughs> well, I know you, uh, you identified some of the issues that were raised during your election. Um, there's probably going to be an expectation that you work on those extremely fast, and you also touched on the national dialogue that we're experiencing in law enforcement. Um, what is some of your vision for Sam Joaquin and the and the sheriff's department? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the biggest thing we need to do right away is is restaff our our, our regular patrol. We are uh, at about sixty seven guys on on routine patrol. Uh, everybody else is in specialty units. And, um, you know, 67 guys, as you know, uh, for a county our size, uh, 365 days a year, those guys are just working their buns off trying to just handle the reports. They don't have a chance to be proactive. So we're going to uh, really work on um, moving some bodies around that we, we already have. We don't have to worry about the hiring side of that, although we're going to be doing that. 
um, but uh, restaff and patrol so we can just do good proactive good old-fashioned law enforcement uh, which most people call community oriented policing now um, uh, we want to get back involved in our community and and, and as you said uh, the, the the challenges of law enforcement right now are are tremendous with what's going on with uh, uh, the national dialogue. So um, uh, one of the things we were pushing for were body cameras. Uh, we were the only ones in the county that didn't have them yet. Um, because I was uh, very vocal on the campaign about that, about uh, um, a month ago they finally started issuing them to our guys out on the street. So, um, but we have, uh, we have to fix that too about, uh, we have some downloading issues and, and, and data storage as everybody else is having. So we're gonna have to work on that. Uh, the other uh, things is uh, we're going to have to do a full audit of our evidence room. You know, we uh, we came into this campaign finding out that we were missing 10,000 pieces of evidence. He claims that uh, uh, that is not accurate, that there's only uh, a few hundred pieces of evidence. And I say if there's one piece, in, piece of evidence missing, that's a problem. And uh, uh, so uh, we're going to ask um, uh, an outside agency to come in and do a full audit to tell us where we're at. Uh, we're going to be a department that uh, when we make mistakes, we, we admit our mistakes. Uh, if we find evidence missing, we're going to admit it, we're going to figure it out, and we're going to fix it. Uh, the other thing that uh, we're going to have to deal with that has been pushed aside is we had the uh, Herzog-Sherman time speed freak killers years ago uh, that ran rampant in, our, in the Central Valley, and uh, those families are still waiting for closure. And uh, we've got a, a lot of bodies, uh, some say up to 100 bodies out in our county, that um, one of uh, the speed free killers is still alive and is willing to come off a death row and show us where the bodies are buried, literally. And uh, um, he was not allowed to do that by this current sheriff. We are going to make that happen. We're going to uh, work hard to get those families the closure they deserve. And uh, um, we're going to have to, that's going to be an expensive proposition. And we're going to ask uh, 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 the state and the Fed to just come in and help us and, and uh, uh, make sure that we make that happen. Uh, so, you know, those are a few of the top priorities that, that we're looking at. Uh, you can see there are some big challenges. Um, but as I said before, what's neat is that we have such good men and women that work for us either out on the streets or in custody that um, uh, they're ready and willing to be everybody pulling the same direction and doing what it takes. And, and uh, I've always felt that if you have happy employees, you get a good work product out of them. And we're going to make sure that we take care of our employees and they'll make sure that we take care of our citizens. Now, that's great to hear. Um, you know, with all of the stuff that uh, you talked about, and I know you're not having the, the greatest transition, but has anything really surprised you that you may not have known before you started the transition? Well, I don't know if I, uh, it wasn't something I didn't know, but it was, um, I expected that once the election was over, and maybe this just naive of me, maybe this is uh, 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 the, the, the Catholic boy in me, but I thought, um, all right, it's over. You know, the fight's over. Um, we were all hired to do what's best for our community, and uh, I certainly expected that uh, um, we would say, okay, uh, let's do what's best for our department and best for our county and, 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 and start pulling the same direction and, and do whatever it takes to, to get this transition done and to get moving back on the right track. Um, and, and we haven't experienced that yet, either at, at our departmental level and, in, and even on some of the other uh, political levels in our county. So it's, it's, I know it's been 12 years of this same leadership, and it's going to be hard for uh, some political officials to uh, say the guy I backed didn't win, um, but they don't know me at all. And so it's going to be my job to get out there and let them get to know me and uh, 
let them know that, hey, it doesn't matter who you voted for or whatever. Or, or we're hired to make sure that San Joaquin County becomes the safest place in California. And uh, um, so I look forward to trying building those relationships uh, with uh, people like our board of supervisor and our county administrators and all the department heads so that uh, they are comfortable with me and, and uh, we can all work together to make it a safe place. Uh, along the lines of your, and maybe this is a too sensitive of a, of a question for you to answer, um, but your command staff that you're going to inherit, it's yeah. people that he's put into place, but people you probably know. Yeah. Do you, is that, a, is that part of the employee group that you think is going to be able to uh, step up and is willing to help you be successful? Or do you anticipate having to really reassess the organization and put a leadership team in place that supports your your views? Well, um, as you know, at, at the very top, um, all the employees like the undersheriff and the assistant sheriffs and stuff, those are at-will positions. Uh, but, you know, captain and below are are, are all uh, pretty static positions. And uh, um, But I'm not overly concerned about it. Um, they uh, have all expressed an interest to uh, um, being on board, and and, uh, and I've let everybody know, as I said earlier, that it doesn't matter who you support it. I understand you're you're working there, and you support your boss, and 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 uh, that's what you should do. Uh, but uh, um, you know, uh, as people have been saying lately, there's a new sheriff in town, and. Uh, um, um, I, I'm sure when we get in that they too will just want to know, uh, okay, what's, what's the new guy's vision and, and, and how do we start getting that direction? So um, uh, we'll give everybody a chance to make sure that the, they understand the vision and that, that they know we want them to be successful. Um, but we will hold people accountable and uh, we will hold my administration as accountable as, as our uh, employees uh, on the street and in custody have been held over all these years. So um, everybody's going to be expected to do their job and do it properly, and, and uh, um, we're going to be there to support them. And those who don't want to do that, then, um, then uh, we will deal with that as it arises, but I don't expect too much of that. Very nice. Uh, I'm going to close it up with one last question. Um, I'm a huge advocate of uh, public safety people running for office, so to, uh, to see you step up and do that uh, is awesome. I wish I could take credit for it, but I can't. But uh, I, I always close out with this question with uh, public safety members who are elected to office. Um, what is your advice if there was a deputy or a police officer or a firefighter, or anybody in public safety who wants to run for office? What advice would you give them? Well, I, I would say absolutely do it. You know, you, you have to sit down with your family first. You know, family is always first. And, and you sit down with them and and let them understand what that entails, you know, that, that your life becomes an open book. And that's very difficult for people in public safety because we spend our lives, you know, we got, uh, my theory was always, I've got enough friends, I don't need any more. Um, and uh, as soon as you run for office, you, you open your life up to everyone. And it, it turned out to be a very good thing for me. You know, it was really neat to get out and meet all these folks. And, and uh, it, was, it was a blessing to be able to uh, engage with all these new, new, new people and new friends. Um, but, uh, you know, you can't sit and complain and not be willing to do something about it. And um, 
if you're not happy with the way things are, you have to get involved. And as you see, it may not always work out the first time. And you can't just take your ball and go home and say, okay, I gave it a shot. No, if you're passionate about change, if you're passionate about doing the right thing, which you think is the right thing for your department and your community, then you have to get involved. Uh, you have to get your friends and, 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 and learn about politics because it's a whole new ball game. Uh, that you have to learn about. But if you're willing to do it, um, as you can see, it can happen. And, and, and uh, you can make a tremendous amount of difference in people's lives. And how often we in law enforcement to go, get to go out every day and make a difference in people's lives in positive and in negative ways. Um, but how often do you get a chance to go out and make a difference in like 700,000 people's lives all at one time? And uh, um, it's such a um a blessing i just keep using that term but it is to be able to do that and uh, so i would encourage everyone uh, to if you don't want to run for office then you absolutely have to get involved at the local level either in your chapters or at, uh, up at the state level with porac because you can't sit back and just let everybody else do it for you you have an obligation to the men and women that you stand side by side with to get involved and i think a perfect example of that is like legislative day that that Porrick puts on we go up once a year to engage with our our, our elected officials um, and uh, you know this time we kind of had an eye-opening experience where they said hey look you guys show up once a day uh, once a year uh, to to ask us to support you but you should know that everybody who's fighting against you is showing up every day to tell us what law enforcement is doing wrong how we should control them more so we need the men and women of porac and of law enforcement to step up get involved be there all the time and, and not sit back and, and complain about the laws that are being passed or complain about the restrictions that are being put on us. We have to get involved, and that's going to start. We've got a very young uh, group of men and women coming up in law enforcement right now, and we have to get them involved in, in politics. That's, that's uh, wonderful advice, and I agree with you 100% on that. We need to uh, start being up at the Capitol on a regular basis because uh, we are definitely the punching bag over there. Yeah. Um, and you're going to have a tough job as a sheriff, and we have a tough job, uh, you know, at the Capitol dealing with those things. But, uh, again, I want to congratulate you for a uh, great victory. Uh, I'm looking for great things out of San Joaquin. I'd love to come and interview you next year after you've been in office for one full year just to see what it's been like. Yeah, just to see if I have any hair left. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that too. Yeah. I'm sure the uh, stress level is going to increase, but uh, I think San Joaquin made a great choice. I think you're going to have a wonderful sheriff uh, going forward, and uh, I look forward to working with you at whatever we can do to help out at PORAC because we work closely with the Cal Sheriff's Association yeah. and the, uh, the Chiefs Association. So, uh, again, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, I want to close out this show today. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Please follow us on our social media platforms. Go to porac.org for more info. Porac.org. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Google, please give us five stars. This helps us to get noticed. Don't forget to share our podcast with your members, friends, and families. All the best and have a safe day. That's it for this episode. Make sure you tune in next time as we discuss the issues that matter.